Anyway, very interesting conversation coming up, um, as I said, with uh, Ian Dobson. And um, I think, Ian, I have you on the line. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. Hello. Yes, it's Ian. Yeah, thanks so much. Only a pleasure, Ian. Ian, I mean, I, I watched um, a, th- a series of three YouTube videos where you were talking about COVID-19, uh, where it comes from, uh, what the impact of it all is, and, and what the uh, means of it all is. Let's, let's start there, oh, wow. maybe. Um, as a wow. conversation starter. Thanks so much for watching it. I, I appreciate it. Only a pleasure. So let's let's start off by asking the most important question around this. I think just as a starting point to introduce yourself, uh, Truth Seekers SA. What is the what is the organization? You obviously uh, in charge of it. You're the founder of this organization. Organization. What is it that you aim to achieve with uh, Truth Seekers South Africa? Yes, uh, Truth Seekers uh, South Africa is a group. We come together once a month and we talk about alternative subjects um, such as conspiracy theories, also UFO-related information and anything to do with alternative subjects. Uh, We also go into spiritualism, reincarnation and things like that. Uh, Just to give some information, our website is www.truthseekers.joburg. Uh, my pers- the cell number for the group is 083-880-2378. And I have an email, venus196777 at iCloud.com. Great Thank stuff. You. Okay, awesome. So, I mean, very interesting and, and, as I said, very interesting views that you shared about COVID-19 in particular. So one of the key things that you highlighted in the series of videos, are you, are you still with us? Okay. Yes, I'm here. Great. So one of the key things that you highlighted in your video um, that, that drew my attention immediately is uh, you talking of this new world order uh, that is being planned, um, a single government um, starting off on a continental basis and then eventually on a global basis um, and, and what the end results of it is and that COVID-19 is really uh, part of the conspiracy. Can you just lay it out? Can you just explain it to our listeners so that people understand what it is that we are talking about here in, in, in terms of your understanding? Yes. We need to understand that the world is heading towards something. Um, in the future, things are going to be much different to what it is now. And we're already seeing the planning stages of that. Uh, the COVID-19 uh, pandemic is just one of a whole um, uh, array of things that are happening to prepare us and condition us for that eventuality that's coming. But we are heading towards a one-world government system. We are heading towards a cashless society. And we're also heading towards a one-world religious system where all religions will be united under one banner. Everything in media, in news, in advertisement, our media, Hollywoods, uh, movies, everything is pointing towards and conditioning us to become citizens of the world, where we relinquish our own nationalistic ideals and self-determinationism and become part of a global enterprise, and we'll be known as citizens of the world, yeah. So my question is, especially for someone like myself, uh, working in the spaces that I do work in, having... 
um, been lucky enough to have done some international travel, um, understanding, you know, uh, concerns around refugees, asylum seekers, and, and goodness knows whatever else. Many of the plagues that we see are on a global scale. My question is, what is so wrong with a more unified world where you have, in essence, a single government uh, overseeing the world, where people are more united, where we have unity um, amongst human beings, whereby I'm not necessarily first judged for being a South African, being black, being whatever other label that you want to throw at me, but the fact that I'm a citizen of the world. What, what is so wrong with that idea? Well, there are both advantages and disadvantages of being a citizen of the world. The government, Let's just focus on the government, for instance. The new world order government is not going to be democratic. We are heading towards a totalitarian monocracy. Um, so if we read books like George Orwell's book, 1984, which describes a dystopian future, mm. this is the type of future that they are aiming towards. The biggest threat of a one-world system is that our liberties and freedoms will be diminished like never before, and we'll become simply a cog in a machine uh, working for the new world order. So, so let's talk about the basis of this world, a new world order, because one of the things that stood out for me is that um, you, you obviously speak of secret societies such as the Illuminati, um, who are the very architects of this new world order. And all too often, the one thing that immediately stands out for me is uh, the Illuminati, Freemasons, many of these organizations, Bilderberg, uh, many of these global organizations where the finger is usually pointed towards um, the building of a new world order one thing that they all have in common is that they secret society. So in other words, uh, they don't have a website where they tell us what their big plan is and wh- how they're operating and what they are doing. How is it then that you are able to, yourself and so many other conspiracy theorists, are then able to definitively speak of what their plans are, what the modus operandi is, and what it is that they eventually want to achieve um, if all of this is so secretive? Well, look, there's many ways of finding out what actually is going on. Um, My personal interest is symbolism, and I research and study symbols a lot. Symbolism is the language that the Illuminati speaks with, um, and their symbolism is everywhere in society. Uh, If you can understand the symbols, you can understand the message. It's got a lot to do with uh, joining the dots, putting the dots together and making the picture. You need a bit of discernment and you need to listen to your heart and what your heart is saying when dealing with these subjects. But definitely there is an agenda. The more you research it, the more you go into it, the the more you realize just how real this new world order is and the Illuminati are. So assuming that they, um, you know, they're busy and they're embarking on this particular campaign, how does that then fit into COVID-19, which is this virus that's wreaking havoc, not just nationally, but internationally? Um, we know that we have a, a large number of people who have been infected with this thing. Uh, we know that people are obviously uh, dying as we speak. I'll give you the numbers now. I'm just looking at the global statistics very quickly uh, since last updated. Um, at the moment, we see uh, nearly 3 million confirmed cases globally, uh, 205,000 deaths, 
4,546,000 people infected in South Africa with 87 deaths. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite unprecedented, uh, unprecedented times where we've seen a global lockdown as a result of uh, this, uh, this, this disease, this illness, this virus that causes uh, yeah. respiratory uh, illness and, and complications. Yes. So how does that tie well, in then to to the you know to the notion of a new world order and the conspiracies linked to that? Okay, the uh, modus operandi of the Illuminati is order out of chaos, um, and you see it all over the place in how they do it. The nine eleven incident is another order out of chaos. What they do is they create the chaos themselves. They orchestrate the chaos. And then after a while, they offer the solution to the same chaos that they have created. And they do this to win the hearts and minds of the masses. And that's exactly what's playing out here with COVID-19. The chaos is created. The virus is let loose. The pandemic is there. The scare is put out into the public. And the people are then uh, uh, perpetuated in the emotion of fear And then the same people that orchestrated the chaos then offer the solution, the solution being the long-awaited vaccine that everybody wants. And by doing this, they win the hearts and minds of people. There is a secondary reason for this whole uh, 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 COVID-19. The COVID-19 is simply the scare tactic on the surface. What the ultimate aim is, is to crash the economy. They want a financial meltdown. They want to bring economies down to the ground. And the reason for this is because they want to introduce a new monetary system into the world called the cashless society. In the future, there will be no cash. We are moving away from paper, moving away from the plastic credit card, and we are moving towards transhumanism, the implantation of technology right into the human body. And that will be our currency system of the future. The reason why they want to do this is because they'll have complete control uh, over all financial transactions that take place on the surface of the earth. Uh, And this will give them tremendous power. The other thing they want to do is destroy small business. Small business and SMEs have to go because they don't have control over small businesses. They want to have complete control. So what you're going to see in the future is large corporations like Walmart and Amazon will dominate the market and suck all the oxygen out of the room. Um, And they'll become the dominant players uh, in the market. And they're because they are under the control of the Illuminati. So people in capitalism will go. Coronavirus is the poison that will destroy capitalism. Uh, In the future, we're going to have a socialistic system where people work for the state or work for the elite, the Illuminati. So what I always find fascinating about that particular notion is that with socialism and the state, it's a government, it is um, a government entities, it is organs of state that then are in charge of these various things, these economies and this money. How then do I then, if I'm, say, a member of the Illuminati, benefit from that when I'm a private citizen and I'm not necessarily directly linked to government, whereas surely a capitalist system or capitalistic system would enhance the power 
of, of individuals who are private individuals with private wealth and probably have private companies that have a vested interest. So, for example, a company that provides you with um, um, the, 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 the vaccine or a company that provides other forms of services throughout this particular process. I'd just like to understand how does the logic work in terms of me then reneging and giving up that and giving it over to handing it over to the state, which socialism ultimately demands, as opposed to me uh, being able to, to, to make my own money and, and be a capitalist in that process. Well, it's all about control. And also, you must understand that it's a top-down system. It's autocratic. Uh, um, and the, the people on the top are quite few. Uh, uh, and they're getting smaller and smaller all the time. So uh, already now, 10% of the world's, uh, 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 10% of the people control 90% of the world's wealth. Um, so it's a very, very uh, small circle right at the top that wants to dominate and control those beneath them. What we are going to see is a polarization happening in the future as well, where the rich do indeed become richer and the poor do indeed become poorer. That gap is going to definitely increase in the future. I mean, I think to a large extent, if you look at statistics, a lot of people would say that that is probably the case. Uh, a lot of other people would dispute and say, well, uh, this is the wealthiest uh, human society has ever been, where even the poor... Uh, are not as poor as they would have been years back. But the key question that I then have for you is we, we keep on talking about they. We're talking about them. Uh, we're talking about the Illuminati, this amorphous, um, faceless, unknown entity that sort of doesn't really, you know, that we, we, we can't pinpoint and say this is who it is. Who are these people made up of? Um, and, and, and where do we find them? Uh, are they, are they part of, uh, governments? Is, uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa a member of the Illuminati? Uh, or, you know, is, is, is Donald Trump part of the Illuminati? Who are these people? Okay. The, the people themselves, the real, uh, people in power, you will never see them. They are definitely in the shades. A good metaphor and example of that is found in the James Bond movies with the organization called Spectre. Uh, whenever the leader of Spectre is shown on the, on the movie screen, he's always in the shadows. You never see him. But what you will see is his front men. You will see the puppets that he puts out in front. Um, but basically, the Illuminati consists of about 10 to 13 families. Obviously, the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers are on, on the top of that chart. Um, the front men, the puppets, uh, are people like Bill Gates who do the bidding of these guys behind the scenes. Yeah. So how is it then possible that uh, a Bill Gates, as an example, or you know, someone of that caliber, Jack Ma, all of these people who we recognize as, uh, as some of the wealthiest in the world, always seem to supersede and, and um, beat uh, you know, the, the Forbes list of the wealthiest people in the world? And whenever I look at it, I don't see the Rothschild family uh, member, a particular member of the Rothschild family, for example, on that particular list. Or I don't see any of these other people that have been regularly pinpointed as being part of, of, of this uh, elite group uh, being pinpointed uh, point, pointed as being uh, the wealthiest in the world. How does it then all work? Why is it that uh, a Bill Gates would be at the top of that list but not... Uh, whoever the patriarch of the Rothschild or the um, Rockefeller or any of these other families are, uh, they're never at the top of those lists. 
Well, look, it's got to do with money. Money is the is the thing that controls everything. Um, and like I say, the, the the people that are really in power are behind the scenes. They're in the shade. They don't want to be seen. They don't want to be put into the limelight. And so they're very much in, in the shadows. Mm. Um, but the people in the front are people that you see are always in the news. Um, <clears throat> Look- they send them out to do their work, yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, the first time I ever heard of any of these uh, types of conspiracies, I was still in high school. I was uh, probably 16 years old. It was probably around about 1998. The name Rothschild, the name uh, Rockefeller, all of these names came up. I mean, even in hip-hop, what's his name? Jay-Z has popularized these yeah. names. Uh, he himself yeah. being a, uh, a self-professed or self-confessed billionaire out of the hip-hop industry, making reference to Rockefeller, constantly being pinpointed as a member of um, the, the supposed Illuminati uh, symbolism and all of those things that you mentioned. But yes. the, we've known this for quite some time. It's not new news. That's what I'm getting at. What is the yes. point of secrecy when people like yourself name names like the Rockefeller family, like the Rothschild family, and so on and so forth. And I mean, it's not just yourself. You know that many conspiracy theorists, whether you follow the work of David Icke or not, would, for example, point to those very same individuals. Yes. It's, it's the strangest thing. There's a definite deception going on in the world. People are, are, are brainwashed. I don't know what it is. Uh, um, you take the 9-11 incident, for instance. Mm-hmm. Are you still there? Ian? Okay, it seems that we've lost Ian. I mean, it, it really does seem like we've lost Ian, so we'll try to get him back. And uh, once we do have him back, then we can pick up on that conversation. If you have any questions, I'll check. Oh, um, 0727021702, do send those through. Uh, I'm sure you have some interesting questions of yourselves um, so that we can, uh, uh, you know, interrogate some of these ideas a little more. Uh, 21 minutes ago before we get to 11. Live Podcasts presents The Podcast with Lauren Palmer. People have this misconception that you get this rescue dog and it's going to come with this huge amount of issues. Pavement special. Pavement special. It actually can be even better than a purebred. Mia's immune system is nowhere near as strong as Moby's. Yeah, Moby could go into any pool of water and survive it. (laughs) The Podcast. Subscribe to this podcast at livepodcast.fm or on your favorite podcast app. Subscribing to a live podcast is free. As a worker, you must be concerned about what the nationwide lockdown means for your ability to earn a living. As government, we're doing all we can to make sure that this is not a period of added hardship for you. The Employee Tax Incentive has been expanded to include all employees earning below 6,500 rand with a subsidy of 500 rand. The UIF has set aside 30 billion rand for a special COVID-19 relief scheme. The fund will pay a portion of your salary so that you get paid even when your employer is unable to pay you in full. For more information, please visit sacoronavirus.co.za. The coronavirus is real. Stay at home and save South Africa. A message from government. What are some of your favorite fairy tales? Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Beauty and the Beast. I bet you could go on and on about the books you read as a child. This awesome reality is but a dream for some children. At Ntigayes with Development Foundation, we seek to promote a culture of reading 
while making learning fun, giving books to children, teaching children at a primary level how to read. But to keep our doors open, we need your help. Visit nydfoundation.org to find out how you can assist. This message is brought to you by Lead SA. Brush, stroke, paint, color, protect, and admire. From roof paint to exterior textures and interior silk, Warrior Paints has it all. The product range and stylish colors are amazing. And what's more, Warrior Paints has crushed prices for incredible savings. Enjoy that good old-fashioned personal service you deserve. For price, quality, variety, and service, Warrior Paints is streets ahead. Warrior Paints, affordable, lasting luxury. At 702, we strive to serve all our listeners. To protect you, we adhere to the Broadcasting Complaints Commission's Code of Conduct. 702 is committed to giving you accurate news, fair comment, and balanced programming, which represents a diversity of views. We ask if in any way we're not living up to this code, you direct a complaint in writing to the Broadcasting Complaints Commission. Email bccsa at nabsa.co.za. For more, visit bccsa.co.za. WhatsApp us now on 072-702-1702. Welcome back. Uh, 18 minutes left before we get to 11 o'clock on the line uh, or via joining us via Skype. Ian Dobson, founder of Truth Seeker South Africa. We have you back, Ian. We lost you there momentarily uh, due to uh, Skype issues, but um, it seems that we have you back. Yes, I'm here. Thank you. Great stuff. Okay, so we were talking about the secrecy behind all of this, the fact that, uh, uh, you know, names like the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, all kinds of people who have been implicated. I mean, I know that David Icke regularly speaks about the Queen of England and her involvement in the Illuminati. He has also made all kinds of interesting um, uh, claims about her. I don't know to what extent you believe or even to any extent whatsoever do you believe any of those claims all the way through from a pedophile ring to uh, alien species, etc., etc.? But I mean, at the very same time, um, what my key question is, is that uh, what do you think the campaign ultimately is by the mainstream media? Because you made it absolutely clear that the mainstream media is part of the problem uh, when it comes to this new world order. I mean, I know for a fact that I don't spend any time whatsoever uh, myself um, going through this, trying to disprove the existence of the Illuminati or to prove the existence of the Illuminati. So how then, and many of my colleagues need, uh, don't do this either. So so how then do we play a role in essence in in in, in drawing the wool over the, or, or pulling the wool over people's eyes? Okay, well, look, you can see a definite agenda with what's happening in America between the Democrats and the Republicans. Uh, there's a war going on, a media war going on. CNN uh, is the, the only thing CNN does is criticize and, and bring down uh, President Trump. That The whole network is designed and the agenda is to destroy uh, Trump. Um, and so definitely there's bias on network sides to do this. But you can see that they're playing into this agenda of the new world order. Trump is in the way. Trump is, is a thorn in the flesh to the Illuminati and what the Illuminati hope to accomplish. The very fact that he <laughs> took funds away from the World Health Organization is a big knock for them. 
because they used the, the World Health Organization to bring about this COVID-19 crisis in the world. And just by the way, now that uh, America is not funding the WHO, guess who the biggest financial contributor is now to the World Health Organization? None other than Bill Gates. His contribution is even larger than the whole of the UK combined. Um, A lot of people will will turn around and say to you, Ian, well, the simple reason for that is because you have an American president that makes it extremely easy to to parody and make fun of him. I mean, this is the very same guy that just this past week was telling people. And I mean, we've seen the video footage over and over again. We've seen um, the very same people who are supposedly his advisors cringe as uh, this clown tells people that they must inject themselves with uh, disinfectants or ingest disinfectants at the very minimum. We're seeing news reports emerging of people actually doing that. And we all know that it is extremely harmful. So he's not the most difficult person to parody. He's not the most difficult person to make fun of. He's not the most difficult person not to take very seriously. And of course, he will attract a lot of attention no matter what media house you're looking at. Yes, no, that's definitely a point. Um, Look, Trump is definitely a charismatic uh, person. He is a different kettle of fish. But for some reason, the powers that be have chosen him to be the the person that stands against the Illuminati. He's doing on the – if you watch QAnon, you will see that President Trump is doing a lot uh, to combat whatever these people are doing. At the moment, there are mass arrests happening throughout the world. Uh, President Trump and those who want to resist the Illuminati uh, are going after pedophiles in the world um, and bringing them to book like never before. People like Tom Hanks, Oprah Winfrey, uh, Lady Gaga, uh, and such like. But these are, are people that are. But these are people that are still free. And uh, with all due respect, I've not heard of any investigations or. Or, or, or anything of that nature against a Tom Hanks and Oprah Winfrey, Lady Gaga. I mean, there's all kinds of people that have been brought to the fore for being pedophiles. I mean, Michael Jackson, uh, I did the, the interview just last year with the documentary uh, producer on that one. Uh, still taking flack to this day. People still hate the man because Michael Jackson is the most famous human being uh, since 19 goodness knows whatever. And people don't like the mm-hmm. association with him being a pedophile. Uh, despite the evidence that is presented. But at the very same time, what you are saying is that people who um, are very popular and who would probably make headline news on any news network um, have been identified as as, as being pedophiles. And, well, um, I haven't heard of it. I'm I'm pretty sure if I had to do a poll with my listeners, none of them have heard of that either. There's some very interesting websites to go to and, Uh, things to look at on the internet that showed horrific, horrific things going on uh, in these areas. It's got to do with what the Illuminati are and what they really are about. Um, And sadly enough, it goes into into these areas as well. But the question then is, why is it then so difficult for us to... But before we even get to that, because I've asked you that question already, and it's still something I'm struggling with myself personally in understanding why is there so little information about this in the public domain or that's easily accessible and any anyone knows this. But 
Who is the Illuminati? What are they made up of? Why are children so central to whatever their agenda is in this particular instance? Because I get the power and the money stuff to some extent, uh, but the rest of the other stuff I, I don't quite get, and especially this importance of children, supposedly. Well, look, the Illuminati is also tied to occult uh, uh, areas. Um, and so we're going into a very dark, dark area here, which involves pedophilia, which involves human sacrifice, which involves vampirism and the drinking of blood and so on. And so the, the guys that are really in control of this world are incredibly dark people. Um, and, you know, you, it's, it's hard to actually go into those areas, especially on, on a public news broadcast like this. Why? I mean, let's let's hear the truth. I mean, this is talk radio. It is, uh, what, 11 minutes to go before we get to 11 o'clock. The kiddies are safely in bed, even if they are under lockdown conditions. <laughs> that I can pretty much assure you. And I'll uh, very quickly put out a warning to our listeners. If you're a sensitive listener and you don't like hearing gory details, uh, then, I don't know, take a quick break and uh, join us just after the 11 o'clock Eyewitness News when we open up lines again. But for now... Ian, let's talk about it. What 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 are these occultic rituals and 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 the what, this vampirism and all of these things that these people are supposedly um, so either turned on by or so involved in? Okay, I think it's important uh, if you really want to go into this stuff uh, uh, um, to know the code words. The Illuminati use code words uh, for what they talk about. So when you're on Twitter and on these uh, social platforms. Code words are going to come up, which you've got, got no idea what they're talking about unless you're in the know. Um, and one of them is pizza or pizza gate. Just Google pizza gate, put it into your. No, I remember pizza gate. I remember pizza gate very clearly where Hillary Clinton and a bunch of other people were then uh, implicated or there were, uh, I don't know, allegations made against them of supposedly having a child sex ring. Uh, at one or the other pizza place in, in the U.S. somewhere. And Pizzagate has been trending for quite some time. So, so I'm pretty much aware. So what is the, what is the link with pizza? Let's, let's get that out of it's the way. Also, uh, look, it's also linked to uh, um, the Haitian uh, uh, child trafficking ring uh, that's going on as well. Uh, um, and uh, that, the, the person that's in the, the news today, Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, I think his name is. Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein. The famous billionaire. Um, Who also ended up dead you know, in, a, in a prison cell. Uh, the cause for uh, Prince Andrew to be very uncomfortable on TV, etc., etc. But yeah. if I'm not mistaken, Jeffrey Ep- Epstein and people like him have been brought to justice. Yes, yes. And that's also got to do with what's happening at the moment with the exposure um, and the mass arrests that are happening throughout the world. Yeah. Who is arresting these people? My question is, if I'm in charge, right, if I am the dark overlord, right, and I'm, I'm running things behind the scenes, it would mean that politicians are in my pocket, law people are in my pocket, ordinary citizens <laughs> like yourself and myself are in people's pockets, and news people are in the pockets. Surely this is the type of thing, this is exactly the type of thing that you would like to cover up. So you would never like to have a Jeffrey Epstein story coming out into the public and everyone knows that this guy has been involved and on top of that also convicted of crimes against children and then to make matters worse his best buddy prince andrew goes and makes an absolute fool of himself 
on an internationally globally played interview where he claims that he had some adrenaline disorder that prevented him from sweating because of being shot at during the Falklands War. I mean, you don't want that type of stuff out in public. You would cover that up if you're part of the Illuminati. If, if this is your agenda for global domination, surely you wouldn't even have, um, everyone else would, would look uh, crazy for even suggesting that type of thing. How is it that these stories came out, especially in such a public space? Well, look, there's, there's a war going on. There's a definite war going on. They, the Illuminati do want to keep these things secret and, and under, the, under the hood, but they are coming to the light. They are being exposed. They don't want it to happen, but it is happening. They are being exposed. Um, it's all over the Internet, and it's getting worse and worse as we speak. Um, that, that prince, for instance, uh, was seen with a, you know, that photograph, that famous photograph where he's holding a girl around the waist and he's trying to deny it. There was a, I think there was an interview with it as well. Um, but these things are coming to the light and they're being exposed. So the question is, who, who, is, who are the combatants in this war? Who are the protagonists and the antagonists of this war? Because usually a war has one or two sides, I mean, two or more sides um, fighting on either side. And, and, and my question is, uh, do we necessarily trust the other side as well, especially since they're using the very tools of the Illuminati uh, to, to expose these stories? The Jeffrey Epstein story in the mainstream media. Prince Andrew, it was a mainstream media interview. It wasn't something that was hidden. It wasn't something that was done through, uh, you know, uh, a, a WikiLeaks or, um, you know, InfoWars or anything of that sort. It was in the mainstream media. So who is part of, of who are the combatants in this war, supposedly? Well, look, basically, it's, it's people that stand for truth and for goodness in this world are on the one side. And people that's, that, that have ill intentions towards us are on the other side. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's the simple war between darkness and light. That is what's going on. That is what we are seeing. Using the very same tools uh, at, at each other's disposal. So, so both sides have the same tools at each other's disposal. So as much as... I don't, as, know, if using, I don't as, know if they're using the same tools as such. But uh, um, things are happening. People are being exposed uh, in this war that's happening, especially 2020. Something is definitely happening in 2020. Uh, it started in 2019, but it's building up in 2020. Never have we had this type of exposure and uh, things coming to the light and being exposed the way they are right now. So you're it's talking- happening on a daily basis. So you're talking earlier about symbols and, and, and signs, and, and that's how the Illuminati ultimately uh, communicate. Who are they communicating with, us or, or amongst themselves? And, and um, if so, who are the code breakers? How did you, for example, yourself, and you're saying that you specifically look at symbols and that type of thing, um, you know, in decoding a, a lot of their messages. How did you come about this knowledge? How, what was for you the ringer one day where you sat down and you said, ah, there's other evil entities at play in the background? I don't think it's just one thing. It's a, it's a whole vast number of things. The, the strange thing is that all this information is available. You go to a library, you open up encyclopedias, you open up uh, dictionaries uh, of the past, and you see all this stuff is revealed right in front of you. But the world today is so, it's almost like a brainwashing that's happening. There is like a conspiracy of interruptions where everybody is kept so busy uh, paying debt, going to work. I owe, I owe, off to work, I go. Uh, um, 
so much distractions in the world, such as uh, sport and television and movies, that the, the human mind has got no space to think or to 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 meditate anymore. Uh, um, it's only those who withdraw and and go into a quiet place and meditate and do research into these things that find these things. Uh, people aren't reading today. Uh, um, with our Twitter and our social media, people aren't opening up books anymore and people aren't reading. And and there's an agenda behind that. The powers that be don't want us to be educated and be uh, uh, informed about these things. Uh, knowledge is power, and the Illuminati know that. It's a lifelong human curse, you know that. For as long as there's been human- humanity um, and someone has been in charge of said humanity, there's always been uh, antagonists that have tried to make sure that whether it be Ian, whether it be Gersh, whether it be the person listening to us at home right now, that people do not get the information that they require. I mean, that's just part uh, par for the cause when it comes to, to the powerful. I mean, how then now, what makes such a big difference, as you said, because there's this war happening, um, an information war, for lack of a better term. People want to get the message out. How is it now that there's so much information available, and why is it that that information to a large extent is being discounted as being untruthful or, or not being very reliable? Or, uh, I don't know, like myself, sitting here and saying that I'm extremely skeptical. Um, yeah, and I, I'm listening to everything that you're saying, uh, but but I myself don't feel necessarily that I'm going to walk away and say that uh, the truth has been revealed to me tonight. Why is that? Yes, I understand. <laughs> you need to listen to your heart, not listening to me, but listen to your heart. What is your heart saying? That's the number one uh, thing you need. Discernment is what's very, very important. And what I've noticed is when, for instance, if I go into a, a social area like a restaurant or a, a place where people are and I sit down and start talking to people, if I bring up the 9-11 situation and show them that it wasn't the Muslims that brought that tower down, it's plain to see the explosions happening and the demolition as the building comes down. That whole thing was orchestrated, designed for that building to come down. COVID-19 will be the next big lie that the Illuminati have put onto the world, and all of us have accepted it with open arms that it is the virus that's doing all this, not questioning the fact that it could be an orchestrated virus designed to bring down the economy. Um, people just don't want to go there. And I think the reason for that is is it's built on fear. I can give you a good example. In 1984, uh, uh, um, Big Brother's watching you, George Orwell's book, where it's a raping of the mind, where uh, that individual, uh, I think his name was Winston, and the torturer uh, came up to him and, and said to him, how many fingers am I holding up in front of you? And, for instance, he was holding up uh, uh, four fingers. Meanwhile, the guy wants him to say five fingers. Uh, he wants him to lie. He wants him to say the wrong thing because he wants him to believe the lie. So, so Ian, Ian we, we literally have less than a minute left. So this is what I'll do for you, mate. Um, if, you, if you don't mind, let's, let's continue this conversation yes. just a little bit after 11 o'clock. I'm sure my listeners will forgive me for, for eating away a little bit from, uh, from their, their, their open line. But this is the key issue that I wanted to raise with you. I mean, you're saying, and I, saw, I heard you saying that in your video as well, you're saying it now again, that you need to listen to your heart. And, and with all due respect, I'm listening to my heart right now. And my heart is telling me that the conspiracies that you are speaking of do not exist. That we're living in a society whereby we have 
certain issues, certain problems that exist right now, and maybe a more unified approach in defeating those very same problems is exactly what is needed. I'd like to be able to, 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 to delve into that with you after the 11 o'clock Eyewitness News, if you don't mind. Okay, all right. Great stuff. Nine on 702, your number one news and talk station. Six minutes past 11 o'clock. Welcome back. You're listening to Gershwell Brooks here in 702 and uh, Cape Talk. Uh, thank you to our Cape Talk listeners for joining us. Uh, we're not kicking off with an open line immediately. Instead, we're just wrapping up the conversation that we're having with Ian Dobson, who is the founder of uh, Truth Seekers South Africa. And we're discussing uh, the New World Order within the context of COVID-19. Of course, uh, for the last bit, I've been discussing the notion of um, a, a new world order uh, and what it means, How? what is the aims and objectives, why would such a thing exist, um, the Illuminati, who are they, what are they trying to achieve, etc., etc. And then that's the debate that we've been having. I will wrap up, of course, with going back to the COVID-19 conspiracy and ask a couple of questions there. But Ian, before um, the eyewitness news at 11 o'clock, and uh, apologies to the listeners for cutting into a little bit of uh, open line time, I will uh, open up lines pretty soon. What I was asking you very briefly there is, I just like to know, um, uh, and, and and this is what uh, what what I what you had mentioned in your videos and what you even said in this interview is, one should listen to your heart in trying to come to uh, the truth and understand what is actually going on. My heart tells me very simply that uh, I, I don't believe that there is a secret organization called the Illuminati uh, controlling things, uh, you know, from a distance. Uh, why, why, why is that? Why, why would I be wrong about that? Have I been programmed? Look, that is a very, now look, that's a very personal question. Uh, <laughs> I would like you to, to just look at the facts, you know, perhaps a different approach. Uh, be open to, to not just one side, but open to the other side and what the other side is saying uh, um, and, and see if it rings true for you in your heart. Uh, just think of it this way. We, we, we are heading towards, I mean, with, with this whole COVID-19, with the coronavirus, they want to introduce a, a digital ID for immunity, a certificate of immunity, um, so that only people that have had this tattoo, this uh, 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 um, uh, tattoo that uh, uh, Bill Gates is talking about that you must put onto your skin, uh, quantum tattooing uh, so that you can have a marker on your body, uh, be tagged like cattle um, so that you can't go anywhere. You can't go into a sports arena. You can't go into a movie house, a theater. You can't even go to church unless you've been scanned at the door with some sort of scanner to see that you've been vaccinated because of the danger of contagion. Um, this is a control. It is controlling society. Surely that should do something to you. Surely that should make you not want to take that, that type of or become cattle to them and be tagged the way they want you to be tagged. Surely that's a problem for you. Ian, I mean, there's so many things that we do on a day-to-day basis that ultimately boils down to that. I mean, the law tells me whether I like it or not, maybe not directly, but indirectly at the very minimum, that I need to be clothed at all times. Because if I pitched up naked to the studio this evening, uh, not only would I offend and scare Darius and Lee, but um, I I bet you that uh, someone would call law enforcement and I would be promptly removed. Uh, When my children were born, 
there was a long list of vaccinations, which I consented to as well, by the way, and agreed with, that they needed to undergo because, uh, you know, we have this thing called herd immunity. We have this thing called, uh, you know, polio and, and measles and goodness knows all kinds of other diseases that are unfortunately mm-hmm. uh, prevalent amongst human beings and could prove fatal in some instances, if not, um, you know, causing disabilities. So on that very basis, you know, we have to embark on all of these things anyway that uh, force human beings to comply, to, to force you to be part of a group. Um, you know, right now I have a five-year-old that I'm trying to figure out how do I uh, provide him with uh, the education that he requires while we're under lockdown conditions because guess what? He's not going to school and daddy has to work and mommy has to work. So all of those things are part and parcel of human society anyway. Okay. So the next step, let's go further then. The next step after the tattoo for, for catalog purposes, simply for medical reasons, the next step is implantation, where they put a microchip into your body. Um, and this will become your new currency. Uh, cash will be taken away. Um, and every transaction that you do will be monitored by this great force, this Illuminati. And together with that, you will have uh, location detectors. They'll know exactly who you are, where you're going at every time. And if you step out of line, if you don't agree with the authorities, um, they can simply turn off your tap. They can turn off your currency because your currency is now digital. It's on a computer screen. Mm. And all they have to do is turn it off. You won't be able to buy or sell or even live without their approval. Uh, This is 1984. This is George Orwell's uh, Big Brothers watching you. This is what society is going to become if we allow the Bill Gates of this world to have their way. Who is a capitalist? Don't you want to? Who is a capitalist and is um, at the very same time someone who is part of private enterprise? Going back to your earlier point or your earlier uh, notion of saying that, look, what we are facing here is uh, this world, this, this utilitarian world based on, on socialism, how then do the two link in very quickly? Okay. Capitalism is just a facade. It's just the camouflage. It's not a capitalistic society. It's never have been a capitalistic society. The people that make it to the very top are there because they've been invited into that arena. Um, it's not by choice and hard work. Uh, it's all done. It's family. It's family run. It's a monarchy. That's what it is, and it's always been that. Uh, democracy is just a cover. <laughs> the whole system in America of democracy and Republican and them fighting against each other is just a cover. Uh, um, it's still a monocracy if at the heart of it. It's autocratic monocracy. It's always been, um, and in the in the future in the one world government that cover of democracy. And that cover of capitalism will simply be removed to reveal the true socialism that it is. Final issue that I want to raise with you and then we can let it go. What I wanted to find out from you is if you could just then explain to people who especially missed out in that first portion of the conversation. How do we then have a, a, a conversation and, 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 and an understanding 
of how COVID-19 then is part of this particular conspiracy. Number one, what do you say to scientists who say that this is a a strain of the coronavirus, which is, uh, uh, you know, comes in different forms, came in the form of SARS previously, then MERS, and now finally we have COVID-19, which is obviously wreaking havoc globally. What do you say to people that say that this is just uh, a virus that went ahead and mutated? Well, what you should do is you should go to the Rockefeller website uh, to one of the reports which came out in May 2010 called The Scenario for the Future of Technology and International Development. And on page 18, in 2010, uh, word for word, it describes to you the pandemic that we're now experiencing. It was a scenario that they played out in 2010. So 10 years ago, this pandemic that we're now experiencing has been in the workings and has been orchestrated and been designed by the Rockefeller Foundation, Microsoft and other companies like Accenture and uh, Gavi, Gavi from uh, uh, Microsoft and Bill Gates. Uh, Another one is Event 201. Event 201 came out in October 2019 where it was like a dress rehearsal, a a what-if situation, what if we had a pandemic in the world. That happened two months before the pandemic actually came out. These people were prepared, they were planning it, and they orchestrated it. Uh, The evidence is there for you to see on the internet. What if people turn around and say to you, well, the likelihood, since there's 7 billion of us on this planet, uh, that every other day we're discovering a new disease that's 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 threatening uh, human po- global population uh, that that this would be part and parcel of any government any organization's thinking to start thinking about what do we do when we have a global pandemic and here we're sitting and with all due respect we haven't done all that well have we in terms of dealing with COVID-19 exactly but ask yourself this question surely there's another agenda at play here it's not the virus that is so bad and so threatening It is the collapse of the financial system that is the real threat and the real problem in society. And that's exactly what the Rockefellers and the Illuminati want. They want to bring it down so that they can introduce their cashless society into into the world. It makes sense. Just look how fast we have changed from a democracy into a totalitarian society. We have literally become uh, the whole world has been placed under house arrest. We sit in our houses, locked up, too scared to go out, uh, uh, afraid of our neighbors that might tittle-tail tat on us. Um, We have instantly moved from freedom and democracy into this society that they want for us in the future. And remember, the COVID-19 thing that's happening now is simply an experiment. It's simply a test run. It's simply a dress rehearsal for something that's going to happen in the future. Uh, And we believe, if we look at what's happening as well, something major is about to happen in October as well, even bigger than what you're experiencing right now with COVID-19. And what is it? I mean, let's let's call a spade a spade. What is it? Uh, I'm talking now about astrology and the fact that we're entering into the uh, constellation of Scorpio, which is tied to Mars. Uh, these, are, these are predictions on an astrology level. Uh, Mars is the god of war. Uh, Scorpio is the, the zodiac sign for death. And so we're entering into a very dark period. And we believe that 
uh, it'll last for about a year and a half. There'll be a tremendous conflict, a fight for the human race. It's in my YouTube presentation. And after that, man will enter into what's called transhumanism. We'll leave humanity behind and become transhumanistic beings uh, where technology and biology are fused together into one. Uh, uh, also, genders will become melded together into one. This is the future, and this is what's going to happen in the future. Uh, do you believe that COVID-19 was man-made, that this was deliberate? Look, it, it might have been a natural virus, but uh, definitely manipulated and controlled and orchestrated and unleashed into society. Uh, President Trump stood up and w withdrew funds from the World Health Organization because they purposefully kept the information secret uh, and were in cahoots with China and kept secret about it until it was too late and it began to spread throughout the world. Um, they wanted to spread. The powers that be wanted this thing to get out. They wanted the chaos that we see in the world today so that they can collapse the financial system and bring about their new cashless society into the world, having more control over us. Uh, a final question came in via WhatsApp. Uh, maybe I'm just uh, soliciting an opinion from you. Uh, this person says, yes. uh, uh, Gershwal, the reason you are struggling to believe the truthness of conspiracies because you perhaps don't know Lucifer's agenda and God's agenda. Does that all come down? Is it, uh, does it all boil down to Armageddon, uh, the major battle Look, between good and evil? Yes. Look, you're never going to understand this purely on a physical plane, and you're never going to understand this simply with scientific and rational understanding. This is definitely a fight between the forces of light and darkness. And that's why when we go into the occult and into vampirism and into pedophilia, we're going into the supernatural. We're going into a, an area which is spiritual. And the true answers to understanding these things cannot be found in our physical, rational world. We have to turn to the spiritual to find the true answers to this war that's going on. Does it not suggest, I mean, contrary to what you are saying and, and what your concern is, this whole notion of a singular religion, I mean, does that not then base that on that knowledge or, or that information or those defenses then on, on religion, on, on, you know, an understanding of religion? And, and wouldn't that then isolate a particular religion with those particular answers? Well, look, religion is a tool that the Illuminati use. The word religion actually means control. The Latin word for religion means control of the people. And that's what it's about. They use religion to control the masses. And what they're going to do in the future is they're going to unify it. They're going to bring it all together. Uh, the Jesus of Christianity, the, uh, um, the Muhammad of Islam, the Buddha of Buddhism, and the Messiah of the Jews are all going to be put into one unique person who is going to then become the ruler of the world. In the one world government, you're going to have a, a monarchy with one man who is in control of the whole world. But that man will not only rule the world, he will also uh, be worshipped as a god by the various religions of the world. The difficulty for me in that, with that thesis is the fact that as we speak right now, people are killing each other in the very names of, of the various deities and entities that you have made reference to. I, I don't see a time and an age where 
people are going to sit together and say that, you know what, your God has all along been my God and that I've been very, very much wrong about all of this stuff. But, um, uh, you know, uh, that, that's, that's the way I understand it and the way I see it. As a, I mean, as a, as a final question, where do people get more information about this stuff? I mean, I, I find it very interesting. Um, it, it dabbles on so many levels. I mean, different things from um, what people's uh, spiritual and religious beliefs would be all the way through to the evidentiary stuff, um, you know, the, the physical, actual stuff that one could rationalize and think about. Um, it, it seems quite interesting, but where do people find out more if they're keen on, on reading up more about this or finding out more about this or watching more YouTube videos about this type of stuff? Well, please visit our website, which is www.truthseekers.joburg, all lowercase. And please email me. I will email you back. It's venus196777 at icloud.com. Um, and there's a link to our YouTube on the website as well. There's some interesting articles you can read on our website as well. And if you live in Johannesburg, when we open up again after the lockdown, please come and visit us at one of the Truth Seekers meetings where we talk about these things. Yeah. All the best to you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cheers. That was uh, Ian Dobson, founder of Truth Seekers South Africa. Are you convinced? Are you not convinced? Let me know. I'd like to take your calls now on 11 Alternatively, where you can get a hold of me as well is 21